Can information technology really be the engine for creating joy and simplicity in the workplace and less a source of frustration and inefficiency? Kelly Romack says it's possible and has spent her mission in senior HR and IT positions at Hilton, Walmart, and now ServiceNow, which makes software for automating IT and business workflows. In the podcast, she explains how digital transformation can improve the employee experience and the role of generative AI and other technologies in building a system that engages employees by acting as a front door to the tools they need. It's focused on action, not navigation, and conversations instead of mouse clicks. This is Modern HR. I'm wondering if you can give our listeners kind of a 30,000 foot view of how you and your team at ServiceNow are using technology to improve the employee experience. Oh, David, that might be my favorite question ever. So uh, every single day, right? So we are here to make a difference and connect our employees every single day, right? So our now platform is a differentiator. It's all connected. It's an intelligent platform. It's consumer grade. And so it's our job. We bring these amazing experiences to life for our employees. Mm -hmm. So we have something that I love to speak about. It's called My Service Now. So it's one system of engagement that our employees use and navigate to and have it on their phone. They have it on their desktop, anywhere, anyhow, it's on the go. And it's our digital front door. We move everything that they need to do to my service now. So we're moving away from clicks and navigation and we're moving to conversation. We're moving to experience. It's our job to build the best experience across for all of our teams. And we did that with the product mindset and agile delivery and testing and learning and making it better every day. So how much of this is available now and how much of it is kind of on the drawing boards and maybe coming later? Oh, David, we're never done. We're always testing, learning, pilots, MVPs, making things better. So there's no finish line for us. We're mm -hmm. never done. Right. We are here to continue to learn and continue to grow with every stage of our employees journey and how they change roles back and forth. Right. So we have everything in place. And with all new Gen AI capabilities, we are able to be this people centered organization, right, empowering them with tech. And then when you talk about not done and you talk about future, you know, imagine a world where in one place, all the things that you need to do, you need to know, you need to action, and you need to look forward to are on one simple platform. Think about how generative AI is really the underpinning to you know, roles in the future, training opportunities, right? Helping to educate our employees and future leaders, and then also driving their day-to-day -day business. You know, in the future, ServiceNow, we're working on this employee growth and development uh, platform, and we are piloting it right now because my team is customer zero at ServiceNow. Can you give some specific examples and drill down a bit and talk about some specific workflows or tasks that employees are involved in and how those have been improved? So for me, the one place I go is on my phone every single day to my ServiceNow. So no matter if it's approvals for a new hire, an onboarding, and offboarding or David, even approving expense reports or travel requests in every single thing in the middle, I go to one place, right? It is basically my hire to retire, you could say, right? Things to do in service now. 
Um, so that makes our lives super simple. Another way that we do it is our learning platform. So again, on my phone, sitting at my kid's soccer game, if I wanted to quickly take a training or take a snackable piece of content or learn or upskill myself, I'm able to do that on the go. Um, another thing that we built and getting really specific is kudos. So I can give anyone on the team, on my team, cross-functional teams, or I walk out of meeting, David, easy. Just pull my phone up, pull up my service now, quickly send them a note. And all of those kudos, when we're doing performance management, David, and we're doing calibration and we're looking at that employee for growth in their journey, it's all right there in the manager success center in their dashboard. Have you gotten any resistance from employees about letting generative AI make recommendations and maybe any other kind of pushback uh, or resistance to any of the other stuff you've been trying to do? Uh, resistance. I think our team is excited. They're thrilled. I mean, AI is a game changer, right? So we're bringing them along in the journey. We're not just saying here it is. We're, we're helping to educate them. We're helping to give them information, right? We have one-on-one -on -one training courses on Fred. I just mentioned that they can do on their phone, on their go in my service now, simple and easy to use. So not only are we using it in our training and, and infusing it in their day-to-day -day lives, right? It's helping. We're showing the outcomes, right? That, that our business is gaining by using this amazing, powerful Gen AI that we have. And so it's really about how we're not taking humans out of the loop. We're making their job easier, we're empowering them, and we're making them more efficient. You know, the digital experience, the digital employee experience is a major part of the overall employee experience, but not the only important part. There's also the physical workspace and corporate culture, and maybe some things I've even forgotten that also play major roles in the employee experience. So how would you describe the optimal role of technology and its place in the broader context so you can make sure that it furthers and complements the other parts rather than working against them? Oh, this might be my favorite question of the podcast, David. So how, how we're doing this is you're right. It's not just about the tech, David. It's about the whole employee. And so absolutely, we are a people-centric organization, people-centered, tech-enabled. That's what we do. So my goal is the tech fades to the back, right? You are feeling empowered, whether it be if you're badging in and we know what meeting space is available and we're helping to guide you to the best meeting room for your quiet one-on-one -on -one conversation, or we're helping you understand that your meeting space may not hold the right number of people, right? So we get to do that through technology infusing into the real world. And we also, it's our people packed. Service now we have our people packed. It's live your best life and do your best work and fulfill our purpose together. And we're able to bring those things to life right through technology. But again, David, as I said, we are people centric and tech enabled. So we never lose sight of that human and how the tech can make their lives better. But to your point, we have to infuse it in their every single day life, right? Whether it's physical or digital. How are you measuring or, or maybe planning to measure whether this whole effort is actually successful in meeting your goals? I look at it in three ways. Number one, absolutely productivity. How are we upping the game with productivity for our employees? That's number one. Number two, how are the employees feeling? We listen to them. We get their feedback. We ask for feedback. 
We ask for positive feedback and negative feedback. We get it, we infuse it, and then we understand their sentiment of the tools that we're creating. And then last, right, we get real-time dashboards and analytics of understanding of what we're doing and how it's impacting our business. And so that we can make informed decisions about our business and pivot real time. So David, we're doing it three different ways and we're looking across all of them. Before going to work at ServiceNow, you had leadership roles in HR tech at Hilton and Walmart, um, two very well-known companies, obviously. What are some of the lessons you learned at those places about how to use technology to improve the employee experience? So both really great brands and learned so much about the employee experience were working at Hilton and, and having their team members serve guests in their hotels and understanding they're always on the go, right? Properties are big, right? So we had to really focus on mobile and the mobile experience to ensure that they had all the information they needed. Now, pivoting to Walmart, wow, right? Huge. Those associates are working at the front of the store and in the back of the store. So our job was to know what their motions were during the day what things they had to do to serve those customers. So our goal at Walmart was to ensure that we had all of the information in the palm of their hand to do two things, David. One, HR and all of the people needs that they had, as well as the opportunities to serve the customers real time with the same um, technology in the palm of their hand. Can you talk a little bit more about that in the palm of the hand aspect? Is that like iPads or other tablets? Is it that? And maybe they're mobile device. I'm just wondering like what was sort of more the setup or the the infrastructure behind delivering that to the Walmart associates. So what we did is we really focused on getting um, a mobile device in everyone's hand. So getting a device in their hand so that the Walmart associates could then focus on their well-being, their self, their training, their clocking in, their PTO, all of their benefits, and we had a way for them to also pivot to be able to serve the customer with technology that was infused, again, in the palm of their hand, because Walmart associates were always on the go in the huge stores, right, back to front and helping to serve uh, the customers on the sales floor. And I took that, we did that at Hilton, and we're absolutely doing that as ServiceNow too. We are making sure we're meeting every employee where they are, David. So whether you're on a tablet or you're in the field helping to serve our customers or you're sitting in support behind a desktop, it's going to work across whatever device that you're using. I would imagine that you study this a lot, kind of trying to understand the kind of the science and maybe the the art of it too, that it would inform these kinds of initiatives, the employee experience, digital employee experience. And maybe those sources are in academia or even analytics that you collect, the employee feedback, which you've already mentioned. But I'm I'm wondering, what are some of your sort of favorite sources and the ones that are most influential on in helping you make this sort of a scientific or a, or a data-driven process? A couple of things. We are relentless about our scorecard because we have to measure our impact to both our business internally and our customers externally. And part of my role is to also um, adopt all of our technology internally. My team is customer zero. So we take all the ServiceNow technology, adopt it, we use it, we give feedback, we make it better for our customers. And part of that is measurement. So we need to understand the sentiment. We understand the dwell time. We're looking at your number of clicks, right? We're looking, did we deflect 
the problem you were asking Gen AI, did we deflect that question? And now our now assist solved it for you or our bot solved it for you. So we are scientifically measuring all of the activity that our employees are taking with our awesome ServiceNow products to not only run our business better, David, but we're also taking that knowledge and those learnings and infusing it back in the product to serve our customers better. Well, you provided a nice segue in the, into my <laughs> next question about how some of these technologies and approaches that you're using internally as ServiceNow end up in ServiceNow's product offerings. We have the opportunity again, we are customer zero, right? We adopt the technology, we make it happen. We're currently implementing employee growth and development and we're running a pilot in, across our organization. And so we're doing that on purpose, different um, business units, we're doing it in a scaled approach so that we can test it, learn it, get feedback and David pivot real time, make changes real time in both our internal applications and make sure we're serving our broader company and our customers to give that feedback of this is how ServiceNow used it. This is how our employees used it. And this is what we found effective or things that we may need to look at making better. Effective leadership can be critical in, in bringing this kind of change to an organization. And you have a lot of experience in leadership roles. What are the main lessons you've learned over the years about how to lead this kind of digital transformation? So for me, we have to just to really create and paint the vision of where we want to go. Imagine a world where our employee or our user is being able to live their best life, fulfill their work and, and add joy and simplicity, right, to their everyday work um, to make themselves more productive. So starting with that really big vision and then take that to, okay, what are the outcomes we're wanting to achieve for the business? And then breaking that down into scalable steps. And so we have to start somewhere and understanding as we start, David, and we're iterating and we're transforming. We know where we're going. We know what the vision is and we're adapting, adjusting and learning and growing to get to that vision. And it can't be this, hey, big bang. We knew everything we needed to do and then we deliver. Oh no, we learn, we grow, we seek to understand and we make better to deliver a product that is never done so that we can continue to iterate and continue to grow inside the company. Mm -hmm. Do you have any other advice for business and IT leaders about how to do this well? I know that, for example, you have, uh, I think, some thoughts about the importance of communicating across teams, for example. Oh, I have lots of thoughts on all of that. So, yes. So I think three big things. One, most importantly, go walk a mile in your employee's shoes. Understand the job that they are they are to do. Don't assume you know the answers. Go walk a mile. I've done it in every career I've ever had. Every employee group that I'm serving and I'm delivering for, I go walk in their shoes so that we can better deliver and understand their day-to-day -day needs. Another one, we cannot work in silos. We have to work cross-functionally. We have to align with our stakeholders, understand their outcomes, get the buy-in, and then move forward. And then the last is adoption. Right? We have to communicate consistently and continuously with the teams, help them understand adoption, give them tools for adoption. We cannot just build technology. We have to have them adopt it, use it, learn from it, change it, and continue to grow. So transformation, you're right, David, is big, but it doesn't have to be. You can break it down in manageable pieces to continue to have success through the process while you're getting to your overall goal. 
Are there some specific products that ServiceNow offers now that you've been involved in since you've been there that are part of the effort you work on that that are now products that people might be familiar with that they've heard of or they purchase from ServiceNow? Oh, absolutely. So my team runs almost every ServiceNow product there is. So whether it's ITSM or ITAM or ITOM or EC Pro, right? We are looking across all of these platforms. We're using our virtual agent, our now assist, our search, right? How do we use all of these things, right? In collection with one another and how they work across the journey within ServiceNow. So that's my job, David. So to look at, here's all of the awesome technology products that ServiceNow has. Because an employee doesn't need to know, I need to go here. We have to get rid of the swivel chair. So with our one platform, one architecture, one data model, we're able to create this experience front end. And it's one place for our employees to go. And they don't have to think about them as different product offerings. That is winning. I often like to ask folks who have done a lot of really big implementations such as yourself, What are maybe some of the pitfalls or minefields that people are likely to encounter that you would like to give them a little warning about that they might have to really keep an eye out for? You don't need to automate a bad process, right? Understand operationally, what is your aspiration? What is the outcome you're achieving? Focus on your outcomes and your impact to your business. Then the technology needs to be solution to that. So don't just, like the term, this is old school technology, old school term, lift and shift. No, no, we would never lift and shift. We want to understand, right, explore, and then elevate. That's how I think about it. So we have to look at everything that we're doing with a big transformation and know what's our optimal business process and operations we want to achieve and then solution the technology around it. I think at times, David, people tend to say, okay, I need to know exactly how it works today. Absolutely. That's important. But just because it works that way today does not mean it needs to work that way tomorrow. Some of the questions about business process that I've encountered uh, just in the other podcasts the other day, I interviewed someone about hybrid ERP, for example. A lot of times, companies are in the middle of this transition to software as a service. And if they have the multi-tenant kind that tends to be a companies like SAP and Oracle, you know, if they're trying to transition, let's say from ERP on-premises, there's this big need to change their business processes or adopt industry standard ones. And it's often pitched as a benefit, but it also seems like it's a a bit of a hurdle or a roadblock for companies to go from this highly customized system over to the sort of more cloud delivered system. So do you encounter that either internally at ServiceNow or in in the kinds of products that you come up with in terms of the mix of underlying systems, so-called backend systems and front-end systems that the ServiceNow platform has to work with? Yes, (laughs) I did um, all of the companies you mentioned. I did them in my past life at Hilton, at Walmart, and then obviously at ServiceNow, 100%. So as a technologist, it's my job to ensure we're running our foundational systems across the company and we're operating at pace and scale and stability. That's obviously the core job. Then I see myself and I see our team is really focusing on that experience Because David, all of the things that you mentioned behind the scenes, our employees don't have to know about them. 
right? It's our job to drive this amazing one place experience. And, you know, there might be 20 APIs, right? 10 um, services running behind the scenes, right? 12 different integrations. They don't need to know about that. That's our job, creating this amazing experience that is connected on the front end. And then to your point, we're having to implement and orchestrate everything behind the scenes. The great news is the ServiceNow platform allows that front door and that ease of use. Kelly, I thank you for coming on the Modern HR podcast today. Thank you. This has been awesome. I appreciate you, David.